Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friend. Adam Ronas, I know you're going to Spain. Thank God you're not in the Dominican Republic. That is crazy stuff, dude. I'm watching TV last night, and you see that David Ortiz gets shot. What's going on in this world, dude? Yeah, definitely sad story last night. I certainly was following it uh, after, you know, doing all my fab and everything. My friend had texted me to tell me, and I'm like, what? So I looked it up and saw it. And, yeah, unfortunately, there's a lot of video on it. You could see the guy come up behind him and shoot him. Fortunately, he's okay. He did have some organs removed, gallbladder, a little bit of intestines, and uh, it seems like he's doing fine. I know the Red Sox are sending a plane out to take him back. So, you know, he's beloved everywhere. Especially- I mean, wouldn't you want him at Massachusetts General and not in some hospital in Santo Domingo? Well, I mean, they had to do it right away. I mean, they had right. to do the surgery immediately. They couldn't wait. I mean, this is, you know, potentially life-threatening. I mean, he told the doctor, you know, please save me. I'm a good man. And anyone who knows Ortiz knows that. You know, you're seeing all the stories come out. But we know he's a god in Boston. And even DR. I mean, they arrested a few people that were involved in the shooting. Those guys got beaten up by the people in the crowd that saw it. So, you know, hopefully he is okay. You know, he's definitely someone that we see a lot on TV now. And uh, he's a fun guy. And, you know, as a guy that came out of nowhere, I saw someone telling a story today on social media that before even David Ortiz was big, remember, he was with the Twins and he was nothing. And he said he saw Ortiz. There were no TV cameras around. He noticed it. And there was a homeless guy. He went up to him, hugged him, and put a wad of cash in his hands. And that's before he was Big Poppy. Before he was a star with the Red Sox. So Ortiz is known to do a lot. I know he helps with a lot of kids down there with heart conditions. So that's what's so terrible about this. And we all know if you have a lot of money and you go back home, you're a target. Well, that's what I thought it was. I figured that, you know, maybe he's always a target. They know he's got money. But do we know what, why, why this guy did it? Do we know? No, I mean, I haven't seen any motives. I mean, first people said it was a robbery. That wasn't a robbery. That was basically There was a, a lot of misinformation, by the way, in the beginning. He was shot in the leg. I mean, they had it all over the place. Well, I mean, everyone is trying to be first, and they're, you know? So, I mean, there was video of it. I mean, you could see the video of the guy coming up from behind and shooting him. So, yeah, that's why you have to be careful, wait for all the final reports to come out before you make a judgment. But Where'd you see the video? I didn't see the video. I was all over social media. Oh, I didn't see it. I just saw them beating up on the guy who did it. That I saw. Right. No, nah, there was video. It's like black and white, and you slow. You could see it. It's the top of the screen. You see Ortiz sitting down, and some guy comes from behind him and starts shooting. I don't know, dude. I mean, he is. When you think of all the icons who've played in Boston. He's a god. He, he's got to be on Mount Rushmore. Has to. I mean, what, what he did after the, the bombing in, in the Boston Marathon. 
I mean, unreal. And if that if he wasn't an icon before that second, he was when he gets in front of Fenway and he says what he says. I mean, right? Would you, would you got to put him up there with Yaz and Brady and, and Ortiz and Larry Bird right there? I mean, he, look, they they went a long time without winning a World Series, and he helped them get it and helped lead them to three World Series. So you know, and, and his personality, a lot of the things he does off the field. So. Yeah, it was just terrible to see, you know, and it, it, we're here like DR, especially now, if you go look, there's a lot of uh, people visiting who have been killed. And uh, there was another incident at a resort where a woman said uh, something happened and they were refuting it. So it's kind of a dangerous place to be right now. Yeah, I mean, look, look, I think all those countries where there's such an immense poverty level. It's just risky when you're in America. And I'm not saying not to go there, and I'm not saying the DR people are bad. I have plenty of friends from the DR. Okay, I'm not even going there. I'm just saying that it's you got it's you got you got to make sure you're in the right places because it's it's very dangerous. I mean, and look, I always thought like when Roberto Duran used to go back to Panama, all these people come back and they know they're wealthy. They know they have money, and that's the first place they go. Yeah, no, it's definitely a risk. It's just unfortunate, you know. Look like he was just hanging out and then you got to worry about someone coming from you from behind and pulling a gun and shooting you man it's it's crazy unfortunately it seems like he's going to be okay well first of all my thoughts and prayers are with david ortiz and his family i mean just unreal let's let's raise this to a bigger picture we've seen tennis right they come at somebody monica Sellis with a knife I mean, do you think that there's enough safety in sports today or i mean i'm not so sure about that well, I mean, I don't know how you deem this sports. He wasn't at a sporting event. Okay, so I don't, so I'm, I don't see I'm just, where the I'm, I'm, I'm ch- is. Well, he is a sports figure. Right, but not, you I'm said, not, is, there any, is there enough security? This wasn't a sporting right. event. Right, so no, I'm, I'm raising a, a different issue, right? I'm taking, I'm, I'm, I'm taking an issue, right, because he is a sports figure. And now I'm saying in general, at our, at our games, do you think that there's enough security protecting our athletes? Uh, probably. I mean, what have we seen anything that was really bad recently? I said I can think of the tennis. Okay, I mean, there are guys that run. There's on the always going to be isolated incidents, but like, have we? Like, you've been to a sporting event. You feel there's not enough security. I well, I mean, look. I feel like when I'm at a, when I'm at a concert, there's security. You go to a concert, they make you like you can't even bring in any bags anymore. Everything you bring has to be in a clear bag. It's the same thing at City Field. They just changed their policy. You can't bring basically can't bring in a bag anymore, and they but they they search you. There's metal detectors when you go into these stadiums. You know, I just went to City Field Saturday. There's metal detectors. They search you before you come in. You have to take everything out your pockets. They don't let you bring yeah. in big bags. Same thing at Yankee Stadium. So, no, I mean, I mean that's it's it's down here at uh, JetBlue Field. You know, in, in spring training, you go in. There's two lines. If you have a bag, and if you don't, you got to go through a metal detector. No, I think it's I think it's critical. I think there's a lot of wackos out there. I do, and I think it's you know, well, I mean, do they have it? I assume it's the same thing for football. Yeah, yeah, same thing for football. I mean, they changed. I haven't. I, well, I think last time I went to MetLife, I don't know, two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You can't even bring any bags in there for for the women and stuff. You got to go back to your car, so they're real strict with that too. So even clear bags, you can't bring in now. It's small bags though. Like you can't bring any big bags in. I mean, it's actually kind of ridiculous, but I guess if you want safety, maybe that's part of it. I mean, especially in the world we live in today. 
I guess that's true. No, I, I know that my my uh, wife and daughter went to the Ariana Grande concert, and it was a uh, Grande concert, and it was like as like a small makeup bag that was clear that they bought specifically for this event. Yeah, uh, they're really cutting down, and you know, look, things are going to happen unfortunately all the time, uh, and you just hope that we can avoid all of that. But it's a sick world we live in right now. All right, let's turn our attention to fantasy baseball. There was a guy who got called up yesterday. Uh, you may have heard of him, Adam. I think you've heard of him. Jordan Alvarez. Uh, been, a lot of people have been waiting for him to come up. Do you feel that he will be worth the hype because people paid a whole lot of money to get him in free agency? Yeah, I think so. Uh, he was crushing it at AAA. You know, cooled off a little bit lately, but still the numbers were unbelievable. And... He goes to a good Houston Nationals lineup, which really needs his offense right now. They have really been struggling over the last couple weeks to produce offensively. There's questions about his defense, but he's going to be the designated hitter, probably maybe play a little outfield. Uh, but they certainly need him right now with no Correa, no Altuve, uh, no Springer. So, yeah, definitely think he's uh, worth it for sure. Uh, it's going to cost a lot of money. He was not available in the NFBC this weekend or the TGFBI leagues because they play on the NFBC platform. So next week, it's going to be insane. And the thing is, not a lot of people have money left. You know, I, I'm in a league, uh, TGFBI, I think there's one team over 600. I'm right around 500, so I, I think I'll be in the mix for sure, hoping to get them, even though pitching is really what I need more. But How much will you go in? So Because in labor, I had $47, and I bid 36 on Alvarez, and I got him. The next highest bid was 33 but I was like, look, if I don't get this guy, my season's over. I mean, I need the power now. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. I would spend the bulk of it, especially if you need power. And, you know, how many more impact players are going to come up? Maybe Kyle Tucker. But after that, you know, there could be. But we're almost at the three-month mark. So, you know, you want to get this guy and hope he sticks the rest of the year. Now, again, as we've seen with some of these prospects that come up, there is a chance that he struggles and goes right back down. You know, they get healthy. Springer comes back up. But if he hits, he'll produce, and he did homer yesterday in a second at bat. Nice, powerful blast to the opposite field, going to left center. He's a lefty, and uh, so if he continues to hit, he'll stay up. And you have to take the shot sometimes. So um, what would you what, what would you bid on him if it's five, if you have five hundred and the other team has six hundred? How high will you go? Do you want to leave yourself a cushion the rest of the way? Again, in in my situation, it's not like I absolutely need him. Like I'm kind of good. Let's in say power. you need, let's say you needed him. If you really needed him, would you spend four ten? Would you spend four twenty? How high would you go? Uh, Three fifty to four hundred. Wow, you got to yeah. leave yourself with some money left. Because in another league I'm in, mean, we had forty nine dollars and we bid twenty eight on him, and left ourselves with twenty bucks the rest of the way. And I just was like, look, I, you know, I, I don't want to look back on this year and say, I wish I'd had this guy. What if he hits 20 home runs the rest of the way? Yeah, and he could. And I think people are got, maybe got a little scared off because some of these guys have not come through. And you have to understand that when you're bidding on these rookies and prospects, they're all not going to pop. You are taking some risk. You have to understand that. You know, Austin Riley has worked out very well so far, but he's going to struggle. I mean, he's striking out a lot. He's not walking. He's going to go through a stretch where he's two for... 28. It's going to happen. I mean, we're seeing it with Michael Chavis right now. He is struggling. Every player will go through it. And, of course, Keston Yura got sent down. Uh, we saw Kayvon Biggio has been quiet. So it, they're all not going to work out. But Alvarez was absolutely crushing at AAA, putting up insane numbers. And he's going to a, a good lineup. So 
Uh, they, they put them in fifth in the lineup yesterday, so right away. And then when they get some of these guys back, it'll be an even better lineup. So Will, Kyle, will Kyle Tucker come up or do you, I mean, anytime soon? Because that's the other guy that I think people would honestly wait for, as you mentioned before. Those are the last two big bats in the minor leagues. Yeah, I, I, I would think so. Um, but I guess a lot's going to depend on uh, the health status of uh, a guy like Springer. Because, I mean, Reddick has been playing well. But maybe, you know, Marisnik and Fisher have been okay, not great. So maybe they do bring Tucker up at some point, too. That's what I thought. But, I mean, I mean, look, he's, it's, he's a pretty darn good player in his own right, Kyle Tucker. But uh, Alvarez, would you have stashed him? I stashed him in tout two weeks ago for 100 bucks. And I know somebody picked him up a couple weeks ago in FSTA. Are you one of those guys that will stash a guy two or three weeks early waiting? Yeah, if I can. Uh, you know, it also depends on the roster makeup, whether you have IL spots, how many injuries you have. But, yeah, if I, if I could, I would. Uh, I wasn't able to. And he was already owned in Tout. He was already owned in my GDD league. He's a keeper in my home league. So there were no leagues last night that I was in where he was available to be bid on. He was either owned or unavailable like the NFBC and TGFBI. So uh, I will put in bids next week for him uh, in the NFBC that I'm in. Uh, I probably do not have enough in the auction to get him. Uh, there's teams with more money. So I'll probably be out of that. But I, as I've always said, you always put in a bid. You never know. Uh, maybe someone, the teams with the money, maybe there's a reason why they have the money left. Maybe they're a little too cheap with it. And maybe they don't go as high as you think. And you put in a bid, and you're like, wow, I had no idea. I didn't think I would get him. And, well, and I did. It's funny you said that because in that other league where I bid on Alvarez, where I bid 28 bucks, the next highest bid was 16 And, I, you know, you bid what you think is the right bid. I mean, that's the beauty of Fab. But now, retrospectively, I wish I had those 12 bucks back. But you do what you got to do at the time. I mean, I, I think when there's a player out there of this caliber at this time, you don't play around. You get him. Yeah. Uh, there's no need to save the bulk of the money because, you know, if Alvarez sticks up the rest of the year, you're getting uh, almost four months of production. And if you wait till beginning of August, you get someone who's going to give you two months. And even then, they might come up and not produce. So if you can get the guy, and that's why you see it. You saw it, a lot of people being very aggressive, you know, two, three weeks ago when all those rookies came out, thinking, hey, if I get this guy now and he sticks, I got over four months of production. And uh, in the case of Hira, obviously it didn't work. He got sent down. Riley, obviously it worked out big time. Uh, Nicky Lopez is struggling, but that's the risk that you take. I had the most annoying trade discussions this weekend with our friend Jake Seeley. Okay, what happened? He wanted, he wanted to give me Christian Yelich and Yandy Diaz, and he wanted Max Kepler, Jose Ramirez, and Aaron Nola. And okay. I was like, look, I mean, I'm not telling, I just hate trading guys who are at their highest peak for my guys who are at their lowest peak. And I think that Kepler could hit another 15 home runs the rest of the way. I'm not saying that Yelich can't hit 25 the rest of the way, but I was like, I don't, I don't see how that's, how, how that's great for me. But then you just don't do it. I mean, if, if it's Yelich, man, Yelich demands a high price tag, man. This guy he don't does. slow down. He, he does. does not slow he down. Does. I, look, I said to him, I would do, I would do Ramirez and Nola for Yelich. I would do that. 
But you know, if you don't want to take a chance on it, I, I can't blame you. I mean, you know what you have in Yelich, and you and you're trying to buy low. But you know, let me ask you this question: If we're both like stuck in like that mid seventies, we're like twenty five points out of first place. Do you have to do something? Do you have to shake up something, or do you just look a different direction? You don't have to. I think it, again, it comes down to what you have on your roster. And sometimes, you know, I've done this before. I look and I'm like, damn, all these guys are underachieving, or they've been hurt, and I feel like they're gonna turn it around, and they do. Other times you look at your team and you go, damn, there's just not enough here. I have to do something because if I just stay pat, it's not going to work. You, you kind of know it. You got to look at that team and you get a feel. I think I have a shot. I took, picked up Alvarez, who I thought was big. I had Dickerson coming back. You know, so Aaron Hicks has been back. He was out for a while. I just got to let it ride. And look, if I'm going to win or lose this year with Ramirez and Nola, if they don't turn it around in the second half, it's over. If they do, I got a shot. I mean, that's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, a guy like Hicks, I definitely think, you know, we haven't seen the best of him. He started to come around the last week. So that's a guy that I think you know, okay, uh, it's like picking up a big free agent because you know he's going to produce the rest of the way. So, yeah, that's an example of a, a guy where, okay, I feel good about it, where I know he's going to turn it around. Right. Now, I think he should have a good second half. Do you like Dickerson the rest of the way? Uh, not really. Uh, just crowded outfield. She's going to sit sometimes, especially against lefties. He played he well against lefties last year, though. Yeah, but they have Reynolds, they have Cabrera, they have Polanco, they have Marte. I mean, Reynolds has played well, so. Hard to set that guy. Yeah, and even Melky. I mean, I don't like him and I'd cut him, but when he's played, he's done well. That's true. All right, we'll continue talking baseball. And of course, let's talk a little basketball. It could be the end of the season as early as tonight. We'll discuss when full time fantasy returns right after this. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the 8th Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today.
All right, we're back with full-time fantasy. Do me a favor, guys. Go to play FFWC right now and sign up for one of our drafts, whether it's the online championship or whether or not it's the Fantasy Football World Championship or whether it's a best ball draft, draft and go or starter league. Be where the best players are playing. We offer tremendous payouts, great customer service. It's an amazing draft experience. Everybody who's been in there will tell you the same thing. PlayFFWC.com. All right? That's where you need to go and be part of what we're doing at Full Time Fantasy. All right, Ronis, before I got here, I, don't even, I didn't tell you this before. So my daughter is a huge Elton John fan. I told you about Rocket Man, right? Did you see it yet? I did not. Really good movie, okay? So she says to me, she says, I, I want to get the poster that they put up at the movie theater. I was like, okay. So she scouted it out. She goes to a movie theater near us, and she goes to pick it up today. So we go take it. Now, I have a little Volvo, okay? It's about the size of, I don't know, whatever a little Volvo is. Do you know how big this thing was? How? It was like 12 feet. 12 feet? 12 feet by 5 feet deep, dude. I go, this is not a simple little poster. This was like a little, you know, those things that they put out that the, that, 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 on display. On display. Yeah. I'm like, this is bigger than your bedroom. She goes, I don't care. I want it. I, I have visions of where I'm going to put it. I go, how am I going to put it in my car? So we had to disassemble this thing. <laughs> no, I can't disassemble anything. You know that. I can't do anything. La- this lady at the movie theater disassembled this thing for 35 minutes. Really? So, so it's literally minutes? 35 minutes. That's how intricate it is. It's literally up against the wall in a movie theater. And it's, lit- it's going to take at least five trips up and back from, to my house to her bedroom. There's no way. I don't know what she's thinking. Well, when kids want something right there, they don't think about the logistics. They just want it. Oh, my God. I was like, can't we just get you a poster or something <laughs> like that? She's like, no, I, I, I need this. I was like, oh, my God, seriously. So uh, it is hanging up there somewhere in the middle of Fort Myers, and uh, I'm just hoping that uh, I I can't bear it. I I just want no part of it. So I'll let you know how it goes. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be funny to see how that turns out. Oh, my God. Unless Uncle Adam wants to come over. Are you handy, Ronis? Because we could use you if you are. A little. I wouldn't characterize it uh, in the middle of the pack. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Do you remember when we, had, we went to Vegas that time with the FNTSY uh, TV network and we had to yes. put up all that stuff? Uh-huh. I couldn't put up any of that stuff. Nothing. Luckily, Cardano was there and he did most of it. Yeah, I could do some of it. It depends on what it is, you know? Some of those tripods are tricky, man. Yeah, me, me and the king just like standing there like, having no clue. <laughs> and Lenny, Lenny had no clue. Tony had no clue. <laughs> it was little, I, I gave Mike, Mike a lot of credit. He literally put, put everything together for us. We were all a bunch of Somebody's got to be there able to do it, right? <laughs> Like I said, thank God he was there. I mean, we're all just standing around like momos, but Mike knew what he was doing. So there you go. All right. So it's the NBA Finals Game 5. Kevin Durant is back tonight. Could be the difference maker. Can they win three in a row, Adam? Well, I don't think he's officially be ruled in. It sounds like he's going to play. They're saying he's a game time decision. Uh, I mean, I know. Jay Williams went to dinner with him last night. I know there's, there's one reporter who said he's expected to be a full goal. So, uh, you know, I think we all expected him to play. Uh, he did cut around his shoot around for a treatment, uh, but he did get up shots on an additional court away from the media. Obviously, the media wasn't there yesterday for the practice either. Once he came in, they had the TV cameras go. So, uh, 
I mean, he changes things, even if he's not 100%. I mean, he just takes away minutes from guys that are not producing and the threat of him on the floor. So it'll be interesting to see what he can do early Isn't on. Isn't 70% of Durant better than anything else you could put out there? Yeah. Uh, you know, look, I, I was arguing with some people on Twitter. I think people are not giving Toronto enough credit. I know Golden State's a different team without Durant, but they're not even competitive. I mean, they have been down in the fourth quarter of both games at home. The closest they have been is seven points. So Toronto has been exceptional. This series, they have been well-coached, well-played. They have done everything right. Everything right. I will give you full credit on that one, but the Warriors have been bad. uh, No, they have. They have been. Um, Well, I mean, look, Curry did not have a good game four. clay was good, but to Marcus cousin. And I don't know how he did that in game two because he's a shell of himself. He can't even elevate. He can't even get up. I mean, shots that he was dunking in the past are getting blocked. So he's nothing on the floor. So they, they just don't have the depth. They don't have the defense. I thought Clay coming back would help the defense, and it really didn't. Kawhi has just been a man on a mission. Uh, Van Fleet has been great. Green, when they needed him, has hit shots. Gasol, Gasol's dirty as all heck, but he's been playing well. I and mean, Ibaka was great yeah. in game four, so they're just getting contributions across the board, and they're not scared. They're not timid. You know, a lot of teams, when Golden State has that run where it looks like they're going to explode and go on a 15-0 run, you could see the other team like, oh, man, here comes the tidal wave. Toronto thinks they're the better team. You could see it the way they are playing. They're like, we're better. We know it. And every time Golden State makes a run, they have an answer. And I've always talked about how usually in-game I am betting the Warriors' live money line. I have not done it the last two games because I'm sitting there watching and I'm like, they're not going to win this game. They're not coming back. Did you see on Twitter that people were getting on Kyle Lowry for not smiling at the end of the game? I had no problem with that. His mission is not done. He can smile when they win the fourth game. Until they win the fourth game, I have no problem with him just walking and not saying one word. Did you catch that? Did you see no, that? No. Why? People are really being critical yeah, of that. Yeah, they're being critical of that. I was like, why? Kawhi Leonard kidding. doesn't do it either. So why I are they know. criticizing him? I would actually, I would be critical if he did smile, to be quite honest with you. I want this, I want to be all business all the time until you win. When you win, you can smile all you want. You know, I've been, I've always been a big Kyle Lowry fan, and I know he has not really gotten done in the postseason until this year, but if you hear a lot of his press conferences, I mean, he's pretty impressive. Uh, some kid asked him a question about him being an icon, and he was like, wow, really? You know, and he's like, that's a tough question, man. I don't see how anyone could follow it up with a better question. And then he also, someone asked him about the pressure in game five, and he's like, there's no pressure, man. Like, pressure is my grandma and mom waking up at 5 a.m., two jobs, putting food on the table just to make sure I have cereal in the fridge. That's pressure. This is not pressure. So Lowry has a great perspective on things. He's obviously so Villanova kid. Villanova yeah, kid, yeah. Jersey, yeah, Jersey kid, and he's beloved up there. Uh, Because someone was telling me, you think Lowry's going to get overshadowed because Kawhi gets all the credit? I said, no, man. They love Lowry up there. I mean, Kawhi's just the the piece that put him over the top. He's the superstar. Lowry has been so important defensively, taking the charges, hitting the threes. Look, they're not where they are without Kawhi Leonard. That's fact. I mean, everybody knows that. But Lowry's a big part of what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, Kawhi Leonard's just been ridiculous. And, you know, again, I think every NBA fan who has followed the league over there knows how good he is. This guy's won championships before. Uh, and, you know, they, I was I was critical of him because I thought he sat too much during the regular season. He said a lot of that was maintenance, and it's helped him get to this point. And if it wins a championship, I guess it's fair. Uh, but I did think he sat out too much in the regular season. He sat out like 20 games. Let, uh, let, me, let me ask you a question, and this is a loaded question. 
could LeBron have done what Kawhi has done this plus? I don't think he could have. Yeah, he could have. I mean, you really will not watch LeBron in the playoffs if you're going to no, say no, no, that. No, 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 no. Look, LeBron is amazing. LeBron beat Golden State. <laughs> I mean, he came back from 3-1. to one. No, but Can this, he do it? this year's LeBron. Could this year's LeBron have well, done Well, he wasn't it? healthy this year. That's, I guess that's true. All right, that's a fair the fair answer, fair point. Okay. Maybe LeBron of years past could have done it. That's Easily. True. Yeah, yeah, he's Easily. done it. I mean, he But LeBron of this year looked very not like LeBron. Yeah, he wasn't 100%. He tried to come back and he wasn't there and uh you know, he is what 34, but man, he's been in this league so long. Has he been in the league for like 33 years? Yeah, it's been a long time. So, you know, at some point as great a shape as he's in and he is you know, you always wonder, okay, when does it take its toll? Well, he's going to be, at some point, they turn into jump shooters, right? At some point, he's not going to the lane as much. He's just shooting the jump shots. And he'll still be effective. I mean, he'll still be great for the next five, six, seven years. Just won't be as, you know, running down the floor and blocking shots to win championships. But what Kawhi Leonard's done has been absolutely remarkable to me. It really has. And not only on the offensive end. See, people always think about offense. But Kawhi on the defensive end, they're not playing now if Kawhi doesn't switch to Giannis in that series. Yeah, and he's playing big minutes. He's doing everything. He's grabbing rebounds, uh, assists, the steals, the defense. He's just doing it all. And uh, he's a complete player. And, you know, it's unbelievable. Uh, someone asked him if he had bought real estate up there in Toronto because that was the rumor, and he said, nope, it's not done, not yet. So that that's going to be the big thing, too. But this city is already electric, man. Is, is Lowry be... a free agent? I don't think he is. So if you're Kawhi, are you giving up another chance at a ring to go elsewhere? Because yeah, you, I... you have another year, right? Toronto's got another year at least. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm trying to figure that out. I mean, everyone thinks that uh, he is leaving, but now with this uh, on the precipice of winning a title there, and they're going to I think he's leaving. I think he's leaving. Because you know why? Because he'd only sign a one-year deal in, in Canada. You want to do a one-year $30 million deal, you want, or you want a five-year $200 million deal? Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting, man. Because um, I think some people feel that maybe he stays now because of this. but I don't think so. I think he does what he did. I think he does what he did for the year, and he's out, and he goes where he wants to be. Yeah, a lot of people think it seems to be it's the Clippers, uh, and he's from LA. Well, the Clippers are they, people love Doc Rivers, Lawrence Frank's out there. Everybody likes everybody likes what the Clippers are doing. And by the way, the Nets made a great trade to open up some cap room, and now the Kyrie rumors that he wants to go there. Maybe the Knicks get shut out of a free agency too, Adam. Yeah, that. <laughs> That would be typical for the Knicks and their fans. Uh, I'm Could sure. you imagine if they don't get Kyrie and Durant's like, yeah, I don't want to go there anymore. Yeah, that'll just be a disaster. And they don't get Zion? Man, you talk about uh, sacrificing and then coming away with nothing. What do you do? Do you save the money and wait for the year after? Or do you sign you know, DeAndre Jordan and guys like that? Nah, I can't do that, man. You got to get some studs. So, How many studs are out there? Uh, Kawhi, maybe they could trade for Davis, Durant, Kyrie, Clay, Kemba. I don't think you can get two of those. We'll find out. I mean, obviously that's what their plan is. I mean, again, a lot of the yeah, but when the but when the Clippers and the Nets and the Knicks all have the same plan because they all have spots for two people, that seems crazy. Well, Knicks are still a draw. You could say what you want about them not winning, but Madison Square Garden, New York, and if you come there and turn it around uh you know you're going to be received very highly so it seems like Durant is coming do you think Kyrie can play with D'Angelo Russell because I don't see that as a well good Russell's fit. a free agent 
Right, but then wouldn't you sign him or you let him go? Uh, I don't know if they're going to play both. I mean, Russell could play the two anyway. Right. He, he tends to shoot a lot. So You like Kyrie and Russell in the backcourt together? You feel good about that? Um, no, nah, I'd rather have a different combo. So Durant, I, see, I, I'm in love with Durant and Kemba. You give me Durant and Kemba, and I'll be very happy with that as a Knicks fan. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's going to happen with Kemba. I know. I know, I know so, they, they really want to keep him, and a lot of reports uh, that I've seen even today are that Kemba's not going to sign with the Knicks. So if you don't have Kyrie and you don't have Kemba, what do you got? We'll see. I mean, it's not a done deal with Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie could come there still. That's what's going to make the free agency period very interesting. And uh, July 1st is going to be a real fun day. It's now June 30th. Isn't it June 30th at like 6 p.m. or something like well, that? Yeah, you don't it have is to wait six, anymore. it's 6 p.m. Yeah, it's not yeah. midnight anymore. <laughs> it's not midnight. <laughs> I used to like, do you remember when the NFL had it at midnight and, and Albert Hainsworth got like $128 million at 12.01 or something like that by the Redskins? Yeah. I was like, seriously, that's that's crazy stuff there. Well, it, it'll be a very, very interesting time. I think the NBA could end tonight, but you're talking about the next the next month, right, being a, a critical time between the draft and and all the moves. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't I don't know. I, I don't really have a great feel for tonight's game. I mean, you know, everything points to Toronto, but you know, if Durant, what's the line? What's the line? One and a half, Toronto's favorite. But I think I'll I, take the Warriors. Yeah, that's where I'm leaning now too, but I don't feel great about it. I mean, think about it though. Even if Durant's not 100%, you know, they just need like, you know, Curry's capable of putting up 35. I mean, he's coming off one of his worst yeah. game of the playoffs after a game three. Now, he might be fatigued. He might be wearing down. That's the one thing that I, I, I'm concerned with. He just I just think look. Durant standing on the court, standing on the court means something. Yeah, and if he could even be productive at all. Now, again, it's been about a month layoff, too. So conditioning's a factor. You know, how healthy is the calf? You know, can he move? I mean, Clay was fine in game four. I know it's a different injury. It's Sammy, but Clay was fine. So uh, he'll just give them an emotional lift, too. But, you know, I, I just don't feel like Toronto feels the pressure. You know, other teams, I think, would. I don't think they feel pressure. No, and Kawhi's been there before. I think that's real help. But if Durant could just stand out there, and, and not he, he doesn't even have to score 50, 20 points, but just his presence would mean they'd have to guard him, right? Well, and by he, guarding him, it would open up something for somebody else. Well, the defense, too, because Toronto's had an easy time of getting to the basket and you know to have that deterrent inside, because that's what people forget. Durant blocks a lot of shots. So to have him just be someone that can protect the rim, I think is a big advantage. And... You know, Toronto keeps shooting an insane amount of threes, you know, and if that doesn't occur, if they miss a few and Thompson and Curry are on fire, uh, it could happen. So, you know, I mean, I think if you want it to be interesting, you want to see Golden State win tonight, go back home for game six. Although I have why the scheduling is terrible. So game seven of the Stanley Cup is Wednesday night. If the Warriors win tonight, game six is Wednesday night. Like, know, come on, guys. You got all these off days, and you guys have done a good job of not having them intersect. Now, both games, Wednesday night, potentially? I watched a little hockey last night. I really was rooting for the Blues. I just wanted them to get their first championship. But uh, Bruins just uh, played very well in that third period, dude. Played very yeah. well. Yeah, I was hoping the Blues would win, too. I don't want to see the Bruins get a cup. Uh, but uh, game Bruins seven. are always a good team. You ever notice that? They're just always competitive. They never stink. Yeah, and uh, Game 7 in hockey, though, is always fun. Uh, with the Stanley Cup on the line, man, yeah. that, that, <laughs> like if, you're not, if you're not a hockey fan and you're like, oh, I don't like it, 
you got to at least watch a portion of Game 7 on Wednesday night, and you'll understand the playoff intensity, everything on the line. I mean, he's not better than a Game 7 in any sport, but in hockey with the Stanley it's Cup the on best. the line. It's the best, yeah. It, and by the, the way, if you're, if, you're, if you're married to any of these players, aren't you just so happy that, that the hockey playoffs will be over so these guys can shave? Yeah, there you go, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Some people like the beards. I mean, that's why James Harden gets so many thick models, man. Oh, you think that's the reason? Is that why you're growing your beard out? Nah, I'm not growing it out, but I I couldn't I can't imagine how Harden lives like that. But for some reason, I don't know. The women like it, man. How do you eat? How do you eat with a beard like that? Uh, you get crumbs in there, man. So this way you get hungry later. You know? Oh, whoa, a piece of apple pie in here. Oh, look at this. So I got some leftover leftover guac deep in my beard. There you go. Little sn little midnight snack. Oh my god, this is crazy. I couldn't imagine that, dude. Mrs. Oh, Rhoda was like, Mrs. Rhoda would throw me out. Wait, there's some juices in here. I wonder where these came from. Oh, God. <laughs> salmon in there on this? <laughs> yeah, man. There's, there's a lot of stuff there. They, they, they got to be dirty, man. You talk, I, if, I can't believe you haven't some... grown a beard yet. I can't believe you haven't grown your beard out yet, Ronis. Come not, on. Not my thing, man. Like, I don't shave for a week, and it's annoying. I don't shave for a week, usually. I do it. I tend to do, I do it, it out of laziness. I do it out of laziness. It's worse, though, then, man. It's just, they got the razor. It's, oh, it's a pain, man. I, I can't. I can't grow up more than like a, a week and a half. Could you do a job where you had to shave every day? Would you be okay with that? Nah, I don't think that's great for your face either, right? To do it every day? Nah. I used to, I used to do it every other day. Yeah, when I, yeah, it was every other day, every two days. Now it's once a week. So Could you imagine having one of those, being one of those people who have to do it like twice a day because it grows so quickly? Yeah, nah, that's rough. Yeah, that's not a way to live through life. All right, we're going to check the night's action in DFS baseball. We'll go through it with you, hopefully make you a winner when full-time fantasy returns right after this. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. 
points. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Full-time fantasy, Dr. Roto here with Adam Ronis. Check out ffchamps.com. Ffchamps.com. Really good site. I've been checking that out, Ronis. They, we, Jim Day's been covering uh, our draft in there. The uh, the draft that will never die. The two quarterback it's ridiculous, man. It this I'm look, I, you know me, I don't complain. And I guess part of it is because I'm leaving and I want to have this done before I leave, but I mean, no, it's like it's two bad. to three picks a day over the weekend. I mean, come on, man. Evan Silva's pick will expire in less than a minute. Literally, okay, I just go. I just refreshed it. Less than a minute. Yeah, How man. could you be on the what? What is the clock? Eight hours? Six hours? Six. Six. Come on. Are you telling me? And I'm being really honest here, and I'm not I'm not, trying, I'm not calling anybody out yet because I will. You know that. You telling me you don't check your your phone in six hours unless you're on a plane. You don't check your phone. I think pretty much everyone does. I know I do. I mean, maybe you take a nap. Maybe, look, I don't have kids, so different for me. You're out with your kids. But even if you are, you're checking your email, right? You're, yeah. you're, especially when when we do what we do, you know, you're staying on top of baseball news. And even if you're only a football guy, I mean, there's a lot of football news that comes out every day now with OTAs and stuff. So I got to think most people but if are I'm with my the phone. If I'm with my kids and I'm going to a movie, or, or wouldn't I pre-draft? I'd certainly pre-draft before the movie. Right. If you know your spot's coming up and you go, hey, you know what? I don't want to hold up this draft for two, three hours. I'm not going to check my phone. I'm sitting in a movie. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Yeah. If you know you're going to be away, then yeah, just been a couple people have done it, but you know, not, not a lot. So it's just. And one team has expired twice, not once, twice. Seriously? Don't be in the league. Yeah. I mean, look, I almost didn't do it when he said, when's the start date? And I think he said it was the day after tomorrow. I said, all right, you know what? With this group, we should finish in about two weeks because I'm leaving. And, you know, I didn't want to hold it up. And now it's definitely not going to finish. We're in round, what, 17? I'm about to be on the yeah, 17, 18. 18th You'll turn. 18, and yeah. it's a 24-round draft. We're not going to be done by Wednesday night. We'll get through 20 if we're lucky. You'll make your 20 and 21st. 19 and 20. Know. You'll make How 19 is... and 20 by Wednesday. I don't know. Not even I, think, sure I, I honestly think Jim should send out an email. I do. I think Jim should sit down an email and say, hey, guys, you know, we're seven rounds away. Let's finish it up. Let's pre-draft it. Let's, let's make this work. He, he should. I mean, look, it's June, so I understand there's no pressure to get it done. We have time. But at the same time, it's just, you know, kind of have some consideration and, you know, don't you don't need to make it expire. And if you know you're going to be away, just pre-pick. So I'm probably going to have to pre-pick and before I leave, I guess. I mean, I'll have it. I mean, I'll look, I'll have. You can access, give me a username I, and password, dude, and I'll, I'll put in, I'll pick for you if you want. Yeah. So you could say, like, oh, I don't want this guy. All right, yeah, I'll give him to Adam. Yeah, screw, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'll screw on this team real good. <laughs> I would never do that to most people. To you, I would, but to most yeah, people, I, I wouldn't do that. But uh, hopefully, it doesn't get that far. Hopefully, we can get you picking here, but it ha- hasn't been more than a minute. Why didn't they just give him a pick already? Uh, I think it does that, and it actually takes longer. I don't know why. What, so you mean it's really. Five minutes to give him the pick? 
Yeah, like it's not lit when it says less than a minute. It really doesn't take less than a minute. It takes like five to ten minutes, I noticed, <laughs> or something like that. It's so like you, a warning. <laughs> Dude, pick now or you're screwed. Uh, by the way, did you see who I picked in round 17? Uh, refresh my memory since it felt like five days ago. I know you made two picks and I liked them um, recently. So Bruce Anderson and Devontae Parker. Yeah, par I guess. I didn't want to do it, but I did it. <laughs> I guess at this point with Parker, why not? I mean, the thing with him, though, is he does this every year in OTAs. Maybe he's just a guy that cannot perform with a helmet and pads, maybe, right? Well, it's funny because I, you know how much I hate this guy. But right. I'm like, it's round 17. It's a best ball draft. And he has what, talent. And he has talent. What if he figures it out? And I thought about Dante Moncrief. And, of course, Taz took him before. But I'm glad he did because I'd much rather have uh, Parker, I think, who's the best guy in a crappy team versus, you know, because, you know, Juju is going to be there with Washington. But I don't know, man. If Parker can't get it done this year, he will be out of that. He'll be off that team in two, in, by, by midseason. For sure. Look, I, I understand there's going to be a lot of people who immediately dismiss, dismiss Parker, especially those that got burned by him. They're like, oh, I'm not going down this road again. But you have to look at it and say, okay, is there a path where he can produce? He actually was pretty good in some of the games he played last year. Now he got hurt. Uh, you mentioned it's a bad offense that's going to be playing from behind and passing a lot. Uh, so that helps. And also, you know, Adam Gase is gone. Maybe that was the pro part of the problem. You know, he just you know, couldn't produce under him, didn't give him a chance, and it's a new coaching staff. So, yeah, around 17, yeah, if he made it back to me, I'd absolutely have to consider him. I mean, at that point, you know, there is talent there. And just because you're talented doesn't mean you produce in the NFL, and I think Parker's an example of that because th there's, you know, there's something missing, obviously, because he just can't produce consistently. No, I think playing for a guy that you hate and despise, and you think, and you know, more importantly, you hate him, but you think he hates you. When you think a guy, when like, like a teacher in school, when you think a teacher in school hates you, don't you perform poorly in the class? No, nah, you're probably used to that. I want to prove them wrong. Uh, well, there you go. Well, I mean, that's the adult way to look at it. But when you're 15, you probably didn't think that way. You're like, screw yeah. you, I hate you, Mister So and So. Yeah, and also Parker is what 24, 25. So. Yeah, he's young. By the way, Hayden Hurst was just selected by FantasySharks.com player ranks. I like okay. Hayden Hurst. I might have taken him. Yes, uh, there's there's like several guys that I want here. Uh, I'm gonna have to think about this. Don't think but too long. I'm not you might gonna be. take long because I know because you, <laughs> you want to get back, you want this pick to come back to you. You oh you better do it quickly because Silva may not pick for another six hours. Yeah, I know. And you don't want the clock to end. <laughs> you want the clock. You want the clock to end by eight o'clock tonight. Otherwise, it's gonna go another day, dude. I know. You better pick right now. Uh, oh, that was the second tight end only. Hmm. Who are your choices? Uh, I have a couple wide receivers, a running back, or a tight end. That's why. Um, let me see. Thirty-one. Yeah, let me think about this for a second. All right, take take your time. Don't rush it. But if you don't pick soon, you're not going to pick till tomorrow. Oh, don't worry. I'm not going to waste <laughs> a lot of time on this pick. I'll probably pick like right between. Uh, because you have to the... imagine that Evan Silver is going to miss six more hours. Nah, I don't think so, man. I think so. I don't think so. He already missed six hours today. All right, who knows what's going on? But I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna expire on the next pick. Maybe he's down with Santa Domingo with, with watching David Ortiz. Uh, I don't even know what to say to that. He's at a vigilant <laughs> DR. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just. I'm just. I wouldn't wait six hours. I'm not the, waiting six hours. <laughs> trust me. Who you want to give me your choices? Because I'll lead you uh, the right direction, Ernest. Uh, I'm sure you will. I hate this guy. Who is it? 
Uh, let me see. Uh, one is Traquan Smith. Like, not interesting. Like it. Like where you're going there. Uh, I don't really like this guy, but it's a product of who I have at running back, Benny Snell. But the reports. Oh, you have, have Connor, right? Yeah, but the reports have not been positive with him at all. But the way I look at it is, if if Connor does go down, then Samuels is the lead back, and then Con- uh, Snell could be. That's a good know. pick for your team. Okay, right. go ahead. But I don't That's a good like pick. it. <laughs> I, I know, like but he it, won't but... be there the next time you pick. All I know right, that, and you know the running backs are thinning out. I'm Oof. trying to think. Oh, uh, Muhammad Sanu's another one. He's safe. Right. See, the difference between Traquan and Sanu is Sanu can give you like 11 a week, and Traquan's going to go 0, 0, 0, 30, 0, 0, 0, 30. Right. And you know what? I already have some risk with uh, Nikhil Harry because um, okay. we, we've heard some uh, that he's had trouble separating a little bit. Uh, and I already have I mean, Gallup. I think Gallup's more. That was a great pick, Ronas. Dude, right? I, that was Gallup, a great pick. Gallup, dude, people don't realize this. Do you know Michael Gallup had more targets last year when Amari Cooper came? It was a gr- honestly when you made that pick, I was like, "Darn it, Ronas!" You know, like uh, Seinfeld Newman, because I really wanted, uh, I really wanted him. I really, he was on my list, dude. And then I took Paris Campbell, which is also a little bit of a risk too. Yeah, see, the problem with Paris Campbell, he and Traquan Smith are very similar in that they'll boom or bust. Right, where Sanu's more of safe. See, people don't like Sanu because he's boring. But boring is good sometimes. It's sometimes in this format, depending yeah. on what you have. If in you the go Snell Sanu, that's smart. I don't know whether it's winning, but it's smart for your team. Well, let's see. What's Who's the, a tight end? Uh, so look, in this format last year, here's Sanu. 5, 4, 15, 17, 17, 12, 4, 8, 10, 11, 13, 6, 11, 10. Yeah, so it's a lot of, it's a lot of safe. It's like Right, it's safe. Of, look, if you can get nine points a week from him in this league, that's okay. That's probably usable. And then if one of those receivers go down, Boom. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's good. a bigger he's good. role. Yeah, hmm. right. Which is what I like guys like that. I like guys who are one injury away from good. See, I think in this round, most people would say, oh, go for the home run in Traquan. But if you look at my roster, Sanu actually might be a better fit. Look, Traquan, like I said, is going to have four weeks of greatness, but he could give you four weeks of zero. And Which you, we saw last Honestly, year. you could have zeros from Paris Campbell and Nikhil Carey most weeks. Uh, but there's, you know, I know some of these third tight ends are going to go. Who are the tight ends you like? Uh, Ian Thomas, Jordan Thomas. Jordan Thomas is more of a one. Well, he could he could start for the Texans. Right. He's, he's, inter- he's interesting to me because he's a one. And he may be one of the last ones left. Right. Who but are your if, tight ends now? Uh, Kittle and Fant. I might go Jordan Thomas and Sanu and wait on Snell. I might too because he might not even. If he doesn't make it back to you, so be it. No, if he watch, does, you're, so you're going to take him. No, like, I, I got <laughs> Snell and Samuel, sucker. <laughs> See, this is why I got the Connor Voodoo doll. This is why it's not good to have discussions. But this is not a money league anyway. If it was money league, I wouldn't even talk to you. Like no, but it's, dude, uh, sir, let's let's be honest. If I don't win, don't I the, want you to win? I want you to right, win if I don't win. Because we want to represent. Yeah, uh, us. come on. But I think this is a good discussion to have, though. I think this helps people, you know, and that's what we're here to do. Ultimately, like we want to win, and I think people want to see us win. They feel better when they're taking advice from people who give you productive picks and win. But I think this is good discussion to have, you know, to to see how you sort it out. Like that's why, like usually I'm on the clock. I'm like, oh, I know who I want. But a lot of it is picking on the end, and it's like, okay, all these guys are not going to make it back. See, the thing is, we start two tight ends. I feel like I, I kind of want to get one now. No, but Jordan Thomas is interesting because Waring is not ready yet, 
and Thomas is still a starter, which is very hard. That's why the Hayden Hurst, Hurst pick was actually good, even though Silva didn't make it, because Hurst could start. He could. I think, In round 17, you're getting a starter. That's pretty right. good. I think Andrews is probably the guy there, but they could go two tight ends. So that's... They did half the time last year. Yeah. Um, and I think Sanu for your team is probably good. I think, look, I like Traquan more. I'm not going to lie to you. I do too. But I, on you, your team, I don't think I that's do. That's the thing is like, when I was the whole round, I'm like, if Traquan makes it, I'm taking him. And then I looked at my roster because the Nikhil Harry thing the last couple of days has come out that he's been up and down. You know, he's worked with the starters. I just thought, you know, he's a big body. They really don't have a red zone threat. So, I, you know, and it might take him some time. But with him and Paris Campbell, I got two guys who, you know. Well, let me give you another option. I'm just throwing out another idea. What about taking Philip Dorsett or Braxton Berrios or Demarius Thomas and no. making sure you get somebody on the Patriots? No, because it's the Patriots, man. There's no lock that, you know, those guys could be frozen out. I mean, Dorsett's not crazy here. You know, he was pretty good last year. Yeah, he played pretty well. Um, and that covers you if, if, if Carrie sucks. Another decent option is Jamison Crowder. You know, it's funny. I think that was one of the best under-the-radar signings of the year because you know what? He will be open for Sam Darnold. The problem is, can he exist with Quincy and Nunwa and whatever else is there? And Robbie Anderson. I get, he's, yeah, he's probably more like the Sanu, the safe. You know, he's not going to have a big upside. He's not going to score a lot of touchdowns. No, but I could see him going like six for 50 every week. Right, which is kind of similar to what you might get out of Sanu. But the difference but with the Sanu, Sanu is in a better if, offense. Right, and if Jones or Ridley goes down, Sanu is much better than Crowder. Right, where, where Crowder, even if he has an injury, okay, it helps a little bit. But I guess they're going to use Crowder primarily out of the slot, right, and move a new one to well, the outside? Well, yes, I think so too. Crowder and Humphreys were both on my list. But I'm like, how many points am I getting every week? Right. I'm but, like, I mean, aren't we saying that about a lot of guys right now, though? No, no. Look. Because we're in round 17. I think there's two ways to look at it. You take right. Traquan, right? Mm -hmm. And you're looking at this boomer bust pick. Well, here's another way. You could take Traquan and Sanu here and let the tight end go. I thought about that, too. I'm like, you know what? Look at these wide receivers. Maybe just take two. Because, yeah. And you then know, that way you get your one safe and one upside. And then you do, you don't, if you don't get Jordan Thomas, you get Jordan Akins next round. Yeah. And that's the – see, part of me is like, okay, I kind of want to get another a third tight end. But that third tight end might do nothing the entire year. Right. It could be Will Disley. Right. He might do nothing. And it's like, oh, I wasted that spot when I could have taken a safe wide receiver. Now, obviously, if one of my tight ends gets – I think I think anyone, if anyone has one of their tight ends gets hurt, we're pretty much screwed in this Oh, it's league. over. It's over. Yeah. I, you, you know, you're, you're looking at – I wouldn't take Crowder here. I would take Sanu for sure. And then the question is Jordan Thompson or Traquan, what's, what's more important? Snell I'd wait on. Yeah, I mean, because I have five running backs. You know what I mean? And you got to start three. So right. if you hope to get three every yeah, week. but the truth is, even if Connor goes down, Snell is not gonna. He can't no. catch anything. He can't right. catch the football. You, so you're looking at a 15 carry guy, which is good because you get. I don't for even carry. know. I don't even know. I think Samuel would be the main guy. Now, obviously, they want. I mean, Samuel, I think could be like you know 12 carries, five receptions, and Snell mixed in maybe at the goal line. That's the problem. I mean. Uh, he's not that good, and the reports that I saw were he wasn't really impressive, and that people are. I w look, you know, I watch college football. Yeah, Benny Snell was one of the most impressive guys I saw last year. He was impressive. But what about at the NFL level? You know, he's a grinder. He's not lightning right. fast. He, but there's something about a grinder to me that there's. That if you're in the right offense in Pittsburgh with their offensive line, Benny Snell could be three yards every carry. There's nothing wrong with that. 
He can have a job in this league, you know, first and 10, then it's second and six, third and two, quick pass, Benny Snell. He's that kind of guy, right? He's your four yards in a type of guy. See, what's interesting about this draft and this setup is easily you should take the two wide receivers because you know they have roles in the offense. But when you're in this format, you're like, oh, the running backs are – I mean, I don't pick for 23. You know, we have 65 running backs off the board. By the time it comes back to me, you're taking home run shots. Right. And right. as far and the tight ends, the same thing. Oh, you have to start two, but we got 31 tight ends off the board now. So you're you're taking tight ends that might not even have an impact at all. Uh, well, that was sure. the reason I like Jordan Thomas a little bit because you know he's starting. You know he's starting. Warring is at least a year away. Right. Because tight ends it take two or three years. Yeah. So, and Thomas is a big target dude. He's big dude. He's like six six. And you know, with the to start four receivers and three flexes. No, two flex, right? Two, two flexes. Yeah. Two flexes. So look and look, I, I can I tell you why Thomas is a better pick? Because we don't know if Noah Fant is legit. What That's if it takes him true, yeah. six weeks before he decides to turn it on? Yeah, he could get you nothing for six weeks. Rookie tight ends, man. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think I, I like Fant. I like him on the whole, but I don't like him the first eight weeks of the season. Yeah, well, I mean, I took him as the 25th tight end. So, oh, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you know how it is. You waited on tight end, too. So yeah. I, look, it's just not a strong position. I was actually work. happy with Darren Waller as my second guy. I like that pick, yeah. I yeah. know that they have uh, – don't they also have um, – uh, Luke Wilson there. Yeah, but I think Waller, they've been talking to him up a yeah, lot. I know. I like, you know. Big target. I, I, if he would have made it back, I, I would have taken him too. Yeah, I, I couldn't pass up on him. I just thought he was the best player. I, I still regret not taking Herndon when I didn't, when I should have then. But um, hopefully I'll get lucky with one of those guys. All right, who's coming up in hour number two, Adam? Uh, we got Mike Florio from Fantrax.com and NFL.com. Okay, that should be an interesting conversation. Tell, ask Florio who you should take. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just ask every guest on the show who you should take, Ronis. All right, guys. This is Dr. Roto saying be well, take care. Keep it right here for another hour of full-time fantasy. And remember, go to play FFWC right now. Right now. Sign up for one of our drafts. Online championship, world championship, starter league. Did we do it? Nobody does it better than we do. All right. We're back right after this. <laughs> 